Thinkovich. How you doing? How we doing, man? I'm all right. How you doing, Maxwell? Oh, you know, the sun isn't shining. It's kind of cloudy. Oh, very. A little rainy. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, it's, a, it's not a bad day. It's a, it's a typical fall. Yeah. Typical, typical fall day on Long Island. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. So. It's, uh, it's football weather. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. It's definitely football weather. Definitely football uh, weather. And like, it's just that, that, that crisp too. Yeah. The crisp air just ran outside to grab some food and whew, a lot colder than I thought it would be. Is Love it? it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. dude, I was cold. I didn't have a hoodie on. So it's like, it was, I was wearing my long sleeves and sweats and sweats. So it's like, yeah. but it, you know, listen, I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just took a step outside earlier and it didn't really seem too bad, but eh, the wind, wind might've picked up, but either way, uh, listen, man, we got a, we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. We have some, some managerial hires to go over and then the rest of the winter. Tribute. I mean, we've entered free agency and trade season, man. Yeah. Uh, a, a moment of silence though, for the 2023 baseball season, mm-hmm. just, uh, Thank you for what it was. <laughs> Weird, wacky, pain in the ass. In certain ways, certain ways not. It was definitely one of the weirder seasons we've been we've been through, though. I, at least in my opinion, there was a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, definitely. Which, and you know, obviously, the new rules and all that stuff. All right. So, before we get into everything, let me ask you real quick. Yep. After now, full season of play. Thoughts on the new rules? Um, beneficial. Okay, I'll say that. All right, I like I, that. I, I give them. I give them overall. I'll give it a B plus. Okay, maybe an A minus. I can get. I can get near that that realm. I'll, I'll give it a B. Mm. I just think it it, it hampered pitching. Uh, yes, a little that's, more than they, than it, its initial uh, intended to. Yeah, I mean that's really obviously the uh, the main concern on my end at least was that was the was the pitching. Is that we've had so many fucking injuries this year? It's insane. Yeah, you know it was, and a lot of guys didn't finish the season, and and you know again it could be due to the increased workload in terms of running or you know speeding up the the pitching mm-hmm. and and the speed of the game or more running this and whatever it could have whatever it was contributed to yeah. a lot of big name guys didn't finish the season on yeah. the active roster. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I think that's here. something. What's that? How many guys had a full year? Right. I mean, Simeon was the only one to play in every one of his team's game. Yeah. So. He's the only one to play it's, one sixty-two. I, uh, maybe. I think it might have been four guys who played one sixty-two, but I know he's the only one who played every single game his team played, including postseason. Well, yeah. What was it, 179 games? Yes. Just a game off the record. Oh, there were... There were uh... Four guys play 162. It was four. It was Simeon. Let me guess. I think one of the other ones was Matt Olson, right? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Sorry. Yeah? Yeah. Because the Braves had two, right? Braves only had him. Oh. Who were the other two then? Uh, both West Coast. Dodgers? Nope. I got Fre- nothing. Freddie had 161. Oof. Yeah, I got nothing. Soto at 162 and 
Eugenio Suarez. Really? Uh, yeah. At 162. Bregman had 161. Nathaniel Lowe had 161. Lindor had 160. Schwarber had 160. And Teoscar Hernandez had 160. So a good chunk of guys that who, who, top 10. who played 160 or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Ten. you could tell that the injuries definitely were a factor this year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I guess that's, uh, that's part of the game, too. And what are you going to do, really? You know, is... Exactly. It's just player conditioning. That's all it is. Exactly. Um, but, it, but it might suck for the future, though, because maybe they will then cut players back, you know? What do you mean? Like, like to, to keep guys' longevity, they'll only play like 145? No, no, not the players necessarily, but the more the pitchers, right? Maybe the pitchers oh, oh, oh. put on innings more limits and- innings, pitch limits, innings limits, like they might end up doing that a little bit more now that, you know, until these guys get conditioned to do that. But right. I mean, that's, that's uh, an unforeseen thing as of right now. We're not worried about that right now. We are worried, right about, now we're worried about free all agency. season, free yeah. agency and the trade market event inevitably. So yeah, we'll I mean, we'll start with the free agency, of course. Well, let's, let's just start with the managerial hires that we got a flurry of real quick. Okay. Uh, the Mets, well, let's start with the big one here. Craig Council, with the shocker of all shockers here, decided to manage the Cubs, who had not fired David Ross until the morning of the announcement. Uh, Craig Council was getting five years, $40 million yeah. to go manage the Chicago Cubs. He set the record for highest paid manager um, annually, which is something he was looking forward to doing. and. Um, he stays within a two-hour radius or so of his hometown, where his mm-hmm. sons are in school, and you know he got he got everything he wanted. Realistically, mm-hmm. his little league field uh, got vandalized. See that? What's that? His little league field got vandalized. Did you see that? Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah they they spray painted over Craig Council Field. They spray painted like I forgot what it said, jackass or something. Wow. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's a bit harsh. Um, I mean, it, that's like your manager, like your hometown guy. Like, like so if the Mets had a guy from fucking, like Mike Baxter, but he was, you know, <laughs> the best fucking manager, manager mm-hmm. right? Like the best manager in baseball. And then he was like, yeah, I'm going to go to Phillies. Right, right. No, listen, I mean, the situation, yeah. Out of nowhere. It's, it's, right, I, Considering everything we heard, the two finalists were the Mets and the Brewers. Yeah. And the question was always going to be if the Brewers can top it mm-hmm. or match the money. So, Craig Council lands in Chicago. David Ross fired. Uh, he's angry. But he said that, you know, doesn't doesn't really help him being angry. So, yeah. I fully expect to see David Ross get another job in the near future. He will. Uh, whether it's, he'll, he'll get a job. I don't know if it's going to be a managerial job since there's what? 30. What? Like there's only 30, 32 teams, right? Well, there's 30 teams. Yes. 30 but teams, how many openings? Teams. What did you say? 30 right teams? now that's left. It's yeah. What's, what year are we soon, in? Soon. Soon. 
Um, I'm, I'm thinking 2028. Okay, but but how many openings are there? Padres, the Padres, who Rossi isn't even a, a candidate for. Well, he uh, interviewed with them. Did but, he? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, Padres, Astros, and Brewers. Yeah. How funny would it's it be? The Brewers turn around and do it. They're not going no. to. They're gonna. Uh, what's his name? The bench coach. Pat oh, Murphy. um, Pat Murphy. He, and he, I think uh, the Astros are going to do too with Joe Espada. I think the same exact thing. So, um, yeah. So and then the other, it looks like also yeah. the Padres are going to just uh, Flaherty or Schilt. Yeah, yeah, probably Schilt is is what I'm thinking. So, if I'm a Padres fan, I'm rooting for it to be Schilt. Me too. Dude's a great manager. Yeah. Won a manager of the year, and then got fired. I mean, come on. Yep. Card- um, Cardinals so, butchered that. Yeah, but. yeah, dude. So bad. I'm waiting for the Cardinals job to come up, uh, be, be available next year. Um, I'm shocked it's so, not available this year. Yeah, right. The Angels, they were obviously looking for a veteran manager. Buck Showalter was the name thrown around there. It was a heavy favorite. Was yeah, we, we hope the best for Buck. They go Ron Washington. Mm-hmm. Braves fans are acting like they lost. You know, They're acting worse than they lost Freeman and Dansby. They're taking this a lot harder than that. Ron Washington was beloved by Braves fans. He'll be in, in Anaheim trying to figure out how to manage Mike Trout's health and the bubble wrap that comes with him. And the shit show that is the Angels. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's, it's a task. It's a challenge for him at that point. It is. He's uh, managing that. Like who wants a challenge. Mm-hmm. Granted, he hasn't managed since Mike Trout was a rookie. So, <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, been a quite quite a while so you know yeah. but uh not right you know good good for ron washington you know who who doesn't been a fan of his honestly. yeah who doesn't love ron washington i mean he just seems like such a good dude so i think the only reason he stepped away from baseball is because he and his wife were having marriage issues right i believe that was the only reason yeah in uh, i'll say it was what like 2013 13 14 yeah there's Something maybe like 13 i think you're right 13 yeah, and like, yeah. Guardians but, hired Stephen Vote. Yes, yep. former catcher Stephen Vote as their yep. manager. Yeah, he was just playing just as recently as two years ago. But he's been a name that's been like rumored to be get like one of the jobs really quick. He was always going to be a guy who was going to get a job and, and a manager spot really quickly right after, right after retiring mm-hmm. within three years. So Stephen Vote with Cleveland, the Guardians, uh, and the yep. Mets. Hired Carlos Mendoza, the Yankees bench coach. Who, you know, people will say he's a first-time manager. With the amount of times Aaron Boone's been ejected, I don't think he is a first-time manager. Mm-hmm. True. I do want to know if... Well, huh? He did. I do want to know if Mendoza's... If Boone wore, uh, rubbed off on Mendoza, we're going to see some fire out of Mendoza that we didn't uh, see from Buck. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Buck was only ejected like a few times, two or three times total. Once or twice, if that, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, w- I wonder if, if we're going to see a fiery manager, first-time manager. Mets fans are up in arms, but trusting David Stern, trusting the process there. Uh, thoughts on any of those? Um, yeah, I mean, not really. Just, okay. It's you know, managers. Count- yeah, it's, it's managers. It Council's the biggest one, obviously, and already touched on that. We- Touched on that. We really talked about that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just 
you know, managerial stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's managerial stuff. It's par for course. Happy for everyone who got a job, you know, congratulations to each and every single one of them. And the, uh, you know, the, the few spots that are open, we'll see who lands there. I'd imagine all three are going to be internal hires though, is how I'm, I'm seeing it being written up. I I fully agree there. Uh, so let's move forward now. Now that most teams have their bench boss in place, most teams have their GMs in place, despite the fact that the GM, uh, meetings got cut short due to a virus, which John Heyman very clear made made very clear to point out that he got in and out most nights, so he was not affected. Dude, that was wild. You sent me that tweet, I'm like, what is going on? And I, I saw uh, his tarmac tweet. You did see the tarmac tweet, right? Yeah, I saw it last night, actually. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way. He's Only right, John Heyman. He writes it himself. Just really, he, he really does. Like, honestly, like, you go from you can go from so easily go from hating John Heyman as a horrible sports reporter to reading his tweets and be like, I love this guy. I need more of the stupidity. Yeah. The 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 spectrum of of John Heyman love hate is is crazy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's something else, man. Yo, we got we got to get him on the podcast. Do a whole episode about John Heyman. Oh, God. We call it we call it episode whatever. Huge tits. Hashtag huge tits. <laughs> Hashtag huge tits. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, free agency. Yep, something we've been looking forward to for uh for about a year now because of how weak this class really is. But it's headlined by the greatest player in baseball, arguably, well, not really, in Shohei Otani. Most talented. Yes, yes, most definitely, talented. We can definitely sure. say that. Yes, um, and doesn't he like throw like eighty seven from on the left with the left side too? Something like lefty. that, right? It's insane. Um, truly a a once in a lifetime talent, though. Uh, coming off of Tommy John, right? Yes. Well, or whatever it is, they have been so uh, cryptic about what his surgery was. So, right. no one really knows. We'll just say it's Tommy John. Which is so interesting going into an all season where the guy's a free agent. That's probably why, though. True. You know, but teams are going to want his health records. I mean, not that that really. I don't think there's a single team matters all that much outside of the Oakland A's that's not that's requesting his health records. I don't think there's a single team outside of the A's, the A's that's not requesting. The A's just won't open up the checkbook. Let's be real. Well, yeah. Uh, so we'll start, let's start with Otani, man. What, what is what do you see as some some best fits for the Shohei Otani? Um, well, right off the bat, obviously the Dodgers and the Mets. We're gonna just you know say right there, right? That's obvious. Everyone knows them. Uh, then there's Seattle. San Francisco, who I like a lot. I think they're going to be a big player in this. Um, let's go, you know, Texas, Arizona, Chicago Cubs. The Cubs, I've heard, are going a dark horse lately, too. Yeah. They're, they're, they're gaining steam. I think, I think that whenever they do shit like this, never ends up being that way, though. So 
what, like mm-hmm. the surprise hiring of counsel and like, splurge on a time type stuff. No, no, no. When, when they start reporting, like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, the dark horse, the Cubs are coming up out of nowhere to be the number two right. favorite behind the do- fuck off. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, so, they're not. Like, you and I, they're, they're up there, but I don't, I don't, I don't see the Cubs inevitably signing Shohei Otani. I agree. Uh, just so you know, and just I would, I would put the Red Sox as another dark horse. I like that. Um, the the numbers we're going to throw out are from the Athletics preview of the free agency, and I want you to know that the first four teams you listed in order are the top four best fits according to the Athletic in order. Shohei Otani, Dodgers, Mets, Mariners, Giants. Look at that. So I don't even have, and, and I, I know you didn't look this up because you don't have a description <laughs> of the athletic. I know you didn't look this up. That's impressive. Thank you. Uh, but no, those four teams I think are the biggest biggest players. Uh, yeah. Seattle has been rumored to be ready to open up the checkbook, mm-hmm. back up the Brinks trucks here. <laughs> San Fran, we know they've been ready to back up the trucks with Arson Judge, uh, Correa, Correa. Yeah, they were re- they were ready last year. They were ready. To oh yeah, throw that bag. So, mm-hmm. so, so with Shohei Otani, who is 29 years old, a two-way star, coming off of some form of elbow surgery, mm-hmm. what is and before we? And I know you know the numbers that the athletic gave. What is a contract you think he would get? Because for me, I think at that price, that at that age, with that injury risk, I'm not willing to go more than eight to nine years. Yeah, I mean, so I would. He's gonna okay. he, he's he's gonna be thirty next year, right? Mm-hmm. He'll he'll turn thirty during the season next year. So, so I I would go I would go ten plus years, but I would have conditions. In it, of course, it'd be a conditional contract, right? So, like, as long as he pitches so many innings at age. You know, like what Verlander had with the Mets, yeah, for the past, three-year option past age thirty-six, whatever, right? So, like, so 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, whatever. He has to pitch so many innings to gain to garner this much of his, you know, like kind of, kind of like like boosters, but for just to make sure that he's on the fucking field and producing, right? Because right? again, his health has been an issue in the past. This is exactly. his second elbow surgery, exactly, and. It would be blasphemous to give a DH. I don't care unless it bless you. Unless it's Barry Bonds, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're putting up Barry Bonds numbers from fucking '98 to '04, you ain't, you're not worth that much money as a hitter. You're not right. Just plain and simple, right? And I know you know the number that I'm about to say, but yes, yeah. So it's. I would do conditional by years. That's what I would do. Where would your condition start? I just said with the pitching. What do you no, mean? no. What what year? Like sixth year of the contract, seventh year, Probably fourth age, year. Age, after age thirty six. So what oh. would that be? Year so that's seven, six, eight? seven. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I'll give him. Okay. I'll give him. I'll give him like. I'll give him two thirds of the contract guaranteed. And then I want you to prove that you could fucking pitch after that. Cause I'm not going to pay you 
45 million fucking dollars, 50 million dollars a year, right, to be a glorified DH when obviously his talents are going to fall off at that point. Granted, will he have paid himself off by that point through merchandising and advertising? Maybe, probably, especially if he's on the Mets or the Dodgers, right? Right. In, in a large market, 100%. Yeah. Giants, mm-hmm. Mariners, even, too, even Seattle. Huge, they have a huge yeah. Japanese fan base. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely possible. But, you know, these, these are also all risks. Proceed. Yeah, it's, it's like you said, it pays, he's going to pay off the contract. There's no doubt about that. And it's very, very quickly that you're going to get that money back. Whether it be merchandise, ticket sales, ad sales, all of that, right? Yeah. Even TV, even TV deals. Your your, your local TV network is going to be renegotiated, especially mm-hmm. when it's you know teams like the Dodgers or any any team that's involved with Bally or anything larger than their own network. Your TV deal is going to be rene- renegotiated, obviously. Right. Shohei, though, according to um, the Athletic. And Tim Britton is projecting at 12 years, $520 million. What's the AAV on that? Do you know off the top of your head? About 43 and change. 43 and change? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so okay. Mm. Now, obviously, people are like, oh, show he's a $50 million a year player, this and that. This is a way to make him that $500 million player everybody talks about. Keep the AAV relatively reasonable for a top tier player in the game. Uh, you know, and it matches that AAV of Scherzer and Verlander, which mm-hmm. got that number at a much older age. Yeah. So if he, that's the projection, it makes me wonder if Steve Cohen's going to be willing to break out the check for $43 million again per year for another guy who. While younger is injury a risk, an injury risk. No. Something, something about this seems like there could be. This could go very, very much sideways. Some team is definitely going to overpay, though. The market is going yes. to dictate overpaying on all of these guys we mentioned. Yes, one hundred percent. Just because of how top heavy it is, this mm-hmm. is extremely top heavy market. Yeah, between Otani, Yamamoto, Nola, Snell, and Belly. That's yeah, that's and, really the top. And four of those. Are pitchers, mm-hmm. well, pitcher hitter Otani, but still can like, can give you a start every five days. Yes, yeah, it's it's still it's still pitching. So, I um, this is mostly a pitcher's market, and it's it's fucking thin at the top end. It's a lot of middle tier guys, a lot mm-hmm. of middle tier guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, Twelve for five twenty. It's insane, man. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think you. Just, That's what I'm saying. I, would, I wouldn't give him a twelve year deal. You have to do the conditions, in my opinion. Like it's just that's not even. Or at least some sort of insurance to protect the team from it from itself from its greed. Yeah, that too. You know or that. You know that, that could work instead. But you need you need something because he has proven to be injury prone. Yeah, and you're paying for you'd be paying for both 
the pitcher and the hitter, Choi Otani, right. right? And if you're just getting the offensive piece for 12 years and that arm doesn't hold up, then you are paying way too much for a DH. For a DH, exactly. Because mm-hmm. realistically, what's he putting up war wise in, let's see, his F4 the last three years. 2021 8 1, 2022 no, no, 9 no, no. 4. I don't care about 2023 that. 9 0. Don't care about that. Oh, you want just his as offensive war. Offensive war over the past three years. He went 4.8, 3.5, and then 6.0 for a astounding 14.4 offensive war. Phenomenal. Definitely MVP, phenomenal. All star. Yeah. Yeah, it's all star level. And that's just what was hitting. His, what was his 2022 uh, hitting? And this is a uh, B or F4? This is uh, baseball reference offensive. Okay, I only, I only have his F4, total F4 here. But his again, offensive war is just, yeah. just offense. It's 3.5 last year. Right. 6.0. Which is very good. Last year. No, it's good. Whatever. What, you know, it's it's probably in that ballpark when it comes to Fangraphs and F four. But yeah, I mean they're relatively the same. You're paying for the pitcher here because, as you said, it was what three point four. You said on baseball reference for twenty twenty two. Wait, what the fuck? Um, sorry, say that again. For baseball reference, you said his offensive WAR was what twenty twenty two. Three point five. Three point five. So that means he. Brought in six wins as a pitcher. The arm yeah, is clearly I, more valuable here for Shohei. But, yeah. and, and again, we don't want to beat the dead horse with Shohei because we know every podcast, well, every baseball media outlet is going to be covering this. But I'd, I'd like to think that you and I at least have a different perspective than most media outlets when it comes to Shohei. Mm-hmm. We, we, I think you and I take a more analytical approach to it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. By the way, I'm looking at o- Otani's baseball reference page, right? Uh-huh. And do you remember the Diamondbacks rookie pitcher? Brandon Fought or Fought? So, so they pronounced it Fought on... Right, but everybody said Fought. But then on MLB Network, they were saying Fought. Okay, so it's Brandon something. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> and, and Baseball Reference had it fought, right? Okay. And I'm looking at Shohei Otani's page. And it says, Oh, no. It's pronounced Shohei Otani. T A W N. O H. Baseball Reference from Brooklyn? Like, dude. <laughs> Otani. Shohei Otani. How interesting. Shohei Otani. Otani. Okay. So Shohei to the Mets confirmed. Uh, (laughs) Or maybe the Yankees, even. So wherever. He's going to New York. That's crazy. How crazy is that? That's that's so weird. So that is so weird, dude. Uh, Baseball reference is a Brooklyn motherfucker. All right. Um, New York, man. Gotta love it. Oh, what, what were you going to say, though? My bad. 
I just had to, I had to, I had to throw that in there because no, no, we, dude, yeah, no, I, we were so perplexed about Brandon fought and now Shohei Otani. Uh, that's how I'm gonna seriously. What are you saying? That's how I'm gonna say it now. Baseball <laughs> Reference told me Shohei Otani. I can't take you seriously if you say that. Oh, it's Otani, bro. Oh, All right, so what were you, what were you saying? You're saying something about analytics or no? About how how you and I look at Otani. Oh, sorry, Otani. Otani. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't feel right. Otani differently than most other media outlets. Uh, right. 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 And and how. Uh, yeah, how twelve years is insane. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on to I mean, listen. Everybody's gonna spend all this time on Otani. Let's talk about yeah, the other guys on this really. list. Uh, another another pitcher who again the Mets. We talked about the Mets have been linked to it. A lot of pitching, pitching heavy, pitching needing teams, pitching heavy class. Aaron Nola. Uh, a guy going his age thirty season, I believe. Let's see, mm-hmm. I had it up at thirty one. Sorry, thirty one. Yeah, Aaron Nola is another guy who is projected to get big money. Uh, last I heard, the, the initial starting point for Nola was thirty million dollars a year, which it's going to come down. Like, come back to reality, buddy, please. Um, but actually. Jim uh, T- Tim Britton, sorry, projects him at six at one eighty, which is about thirty a year. Is thirty a year for Aaron Nola, a guy who you know, listen, he's he's good, he's very good, but his consistency hasn't been there throughout the course of his career. Yeah, is six for one eighty too much? Is it an overpay, or is it what we're going to actually see because of the market and an overpay? Yes, <laughs> the the last part yeah. where yeah. that's it's it's. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I think, all right. I think that he is worth somewhere between, let's say, 23 and a half to 27. That's where I would put him. Okay. Somewhere in that I realm. I see that. Yeah. But I do think because of this market, I mean, he's the most established pitcher on this market, aside from one other guy, I guess. But what maybe Blake Blake Snell? Blake maybe? Snell, yeah, yeah. But the difference is, Nola eats innings, right? He, right, and he eats innings. Yeah, and he he's a gamer. He's a dog, right? Yeah. So it's 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 tough. I so I do think that because of the market, I do think that it is very plausible that we see Aaron Nola up up at the, yeah up at thirty. It's as crazy as that sounds. And again, you know, listen, I, I like Aaron Nola from, from a pitching standpoint, from the fact that, you know, you said it, he eats innings. He's a gamer. Yep. You know, even when he's not on, he'll still give you those six innings you need. Mm-hmm. And in today's game, that's such a dying breed. Yeah. To where, and, and especially teams with that bullpen troubles, right? Yeah. And or he, he's a guy that would really fit well. Mm-hmm. If you have a struggling bullpen, but you have, a great back end, a team like the Mets, where they have Diaz at the back end, out of Vino opted out, so they got to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, you know, good back end of the bullpen is is where it was the best fit for Nola. Yeah. Uh, let's see, the Athletic gives the best fits here as Boston, the Dodgers, Phillies, and the Giants. And again, the Giants with the Rogers brothers and Doval, a great back end. Where Nola gets you six or seven, and then the that back end takes the takes the rest of the game. That's that's if Nola's on, it's an automatic win there. 
the most yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think he, he pitched 193 and two thirds innings this year. Obviously, two straight years of long playoff runs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, he, and he's been durable both years. Yep. And pitched well in the playoffs, too. Yeah. Yeah. The most Do part, I think anyway. six for 180 is a lot? Yes. Do yeah. I think there will be a team that overpays that? Also, yes. Mm-hmm. I think we could see Aaron Nola at even 190. Wow. Because, like, like you said, because of the, how top heavy this pitching market is and how thin it is after the top four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think thirty is probably the absolute max. I don't think a team will go over that. They gotta know his value, right? Um, right. The the thing that's not in question really is the durability. I mean, past three years he's made every start, which and again not and so it's so hard to find. Actually, game. if you're including every Go start here. available, he has made every single start since the beginning of 2018. That's phenomenal. Really? Yeah. I mean, unless he was the opening day pitcher and then he missed a start the past three years. It's very like, possible that that's the case. But either but either way, you miss one like start they, in a year. They, they say it's probably more of like they skip a start and they like maneuver around because, you know, they change they change the rotation. Right. Coming right. out of the, the all star break. break. And yeah, exactly. 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 And just like they move it around different times to time. But he has been consistently on the mouse since the beginning of 2018. That is. And again, you can't ask for that from like how many other pitchers in this league can say that they are consistently healthy, they're uh, you know consistently able to start, yeah, and able to give you six or seven innings regularly. Yeah, exactly. There, there's I mean, no other pitcher in Major League Baseball right now that will give you that kind of consistency yeah. in terms of showing up. Yeah. His on-field consistency, though, is the problem. Because you'll have one game where he is lights out. The next game, he's going to allow six earned. Like That's just how it is. Yeah. Aaron exactly. Nola is, I think, truly the definition right now this year of high-risk, high-reward. Yeah. But that reward is so high, dude. Yeah. That yeah. ceiling for Aaron Nola is so high. And again, for all we know, he could be another one of those late, late, late blooming pitchers where he finds his stuff in the second half of his career. Yeah. We've seen a lot of that lately. Yeah. Zach Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Exa- exactly. He didn't do it till exactly. 30, you know? You know, no, and Nola, I mean, listen, Nola had a good year. I think it's 2021, right? Right. It was the year he was in Cy Young contention. 2018. That was, that was 2018. That was that long ago. Yeah. No way. Stop that. Yeah. I mean, he was Cy Young four and t- last year. Okay, it was last year then. Yes, but a three three two five. He was it was a two three seven when he was Cy Young three the Degrom year in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, Degrom, Scherzer, Nola. They were the final three. Uh, and I mean, what what a year that was for the NL for those three pitchers. Great year. Imagine all three of future former Mets. No. Nah. I I don't see Nola going to the Mets. I I, no, I do think. Me either. I mean, listen, the, we said the best pitch of the Boston. year. I did honestly. Yeah, I mean, asking for thirty million dollars a year is probably out of the value value range that Stevie wants to do. Yeah, uh, don't see it. So the four best fits here: Boston, Dodgers, Philly, and San Fran. What What do you think a good fit would be for Nola? I like Chicago. I like the Cubs. I like the Cubs for yeah. Nola a lot. 
Mm-hmm. I, I had that same thought. Uh, they need Cubs pitching. are going to get pitching. Yeah, mm-hmm. they need that pitching. I think that they're going to miss out on Otani. They, yes. they also need. Sorry, Otani. They also need a an offensive piece too. So go go, you know, go Nola. I think Nola will be a uh, a good shot for them. I think it's I think it's very plausible. And he'll have great infield defense behind him. Something he hasn't had in Philly. Horner and uh, and Swanson are, I mean, a ground ball pitcher's dream. I'm not sure if Noel is really a ground ball pitcher, but if he is, ground ball pitcher's dream. And then you have Happen left, P- PCA in center. I mean, I, the, the defense is off the charts in, in, in Suzuki and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really have a Morel, first Morel's going to be at first. Morel's going to be at first. Uh, he's going to get reps at first, yeah. Well, he's playing, yeah. Yeah, he's playing winter league ball. He's going to get to to be a full-time yeah. first baseman. Yeah. Well, they're going to make a trade, and we'll get to that later. Oh, they're definitely making a trade. Let's be real here. What? Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. Now, yeah, so it's Sonola, 6 for 180. I can see it. Again, high-risk, high-reward there. Yeah. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the guy that every team is salivating over not named Otani. Yes. This dude is legit. 25 years old. Absolutely shoves. What was this? 14 strikeouts in game six of the uh, Japan series. Yeah. A complete game uh, effort to keep his team in it. It's hard to tell with Japanese pitchers coming over. Because you have the cautionary tales of Keigiwa. And then you have Kodai Sanga and Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere in the middle, you have Kenta Maeda in recent memory, right? Sure. It's a, it's a spectrum for Japanese pitchers. Darvish. Darvish is more towards the, the, the higher end, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's really a spectrum when it comes to Japanese pitchers. Yamamoto, though, the hype around him, man, it's huge. I mean, he has the potential to be maybe the best Japanese pitcher ever in the in the MLB. Yeah, arguably the best say. pitcher in the in the world. Uh, I don't know if I go that far, but I mean, maybe, maybe arguably. potentially. Yeah, I mean, yeah he has that the, potential. Yeah, the, the 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 ball difference is clearly a pretty big adjustment. adjustment. So close end of this year, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll see. But no, I mean, so, from what I've seen of him, yeah. I, I love him. Yeah, again, teams are salivating over him. He had, what through two no hitters this year? Like yeah, and he's won NPB. the fucking. He's won their the their, their version of Cy Young three years in a row, and probably inevitably their MVP three years in a I row think too. He won two MVPs, so, I think. Yeah, yeah, maybe this year too. So. Yeah, but they already do the they already did the awards. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. but if uh, they didn't, maybe he's got another shot at another one. So, and again, know. any team looking for pitching is looking for this guy. The Athletics best fits Boston, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Giants. Four teams that should be very active this winter. Yeah, uh, I know Cashman went over there personally to scout Yamamoto. Saw his no hitter. Sorry, Maca Baldy. Uh, Baldy's gone rogue though. So. We don't know what their deal is. That was that was something. 
it was it was entertaining. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, our buddy Nick Federico had a, got to watch it live because he's he was cutting up the clips for SNY. Oh yeah, and all he could do was just shake his head. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? The Tim Britton's projection for Yamamoto: seven years, two hundred and three million dollars, on top of the I believe fifty million dollar posting fee. Okay, I believe it is right. Something like that. Uh, let's see. Team signing Yamamoto will be subject to a posting fee paying 20% of the first $25 million, 17.5% of the next $25 million, and 15% of anything over 50 That sounds like a lot of math that I can't do. Mm-hmm. So Yamamoto, man, where do you see him going? Uh, I think those four best fits that were listed is really the, the, the top candidates. Again, the Cubs you mentioned a team with pitching and good defense that need mm-hmm. pitching with good defense. What are you thinking? Give me, give me some of your fits. Yeah. I, I realistically Mets, Yankees and giants. I think those are the real final three in my opinion. I, I feel like with anyone, any of these top arms, it literally a good fit is anyone because well, these are top of the top yeah. rotation arms, you know, guys that will, Propel your franchise forward instead of risk running backwards. Yeah. So exactly. So let's uh, let's stick with pitching real quick and go with Blake Snell, where Tim Britton projects him at five years, one thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Snell is a guy who uh, doesn't pitch much when it comes to uh, innings pitch per start. At 180 innings pitch this year, which I think might be a career high. Uh, we did the math. It was five, just under five and two thirds innings per start, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was five. Yeah, it was 5.6. Three, two, five, something like that. Just yeah. a shade under. Yeah. So with, with Blake Snell, I mean, the big thing is... How many innings per? It's the innings per start, really. Mm-hmm. You're paying for a guy who can either give you four to six innings. Sure, he'll give you the occasional seven inning game, but not. He's your, he's your prototypical pitcher for the way the game has gone. Yeah, pretty much. A lefty who you know command c- commands his own has had a career high in walks this year, though. Mm-hmm. Again, another another little caution t- flag. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Snell, man? I mean, he's gotten better the last two years. His F war in twenty twenty one was two point one. Then last year it was three six. This year four one. What do you got? <laughs> got it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. He's probably he has, the young winner this year. Yeah, he he clearly has the ability to be a you know, two ERA pitcher. Mm-hmm. But he's not that. Like, he's, he, he isn't. He isn't. You're I, not that I, guy, pal. You're not yeah, that guy. No, you're, you're not. <laughs> I mean, and listen, in his, in his only two actual full seasons, he's won, he's, well, most likely has won the Cy Young both years. Mm-hmm. So, 
I mean, he was phenomenal in 2018. And he fell off yeah. a cliff. You know? So, he came back. He had a great year this year. Five years later. And I don't think that he is that guy every year. I don't think that we'll probably really ever see a sub 2-5 from him, maybe, ever again. Depending on what team he goes to, honestly, though, too. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... that's I, I just think he's not... He's not that guy. He isn't. You think he's going to be a result of a weak class and a weak, you know? Yes. Same thing as Nolan. He'll, he'll get he'll get overpaid just because it's a top heavy market. Like so, realistically, if, if you're a GM, what's your value on a guy like Nola and Snell, where the Athletic has Nola well, at six one eighty and Snell at one five? I already, I already gave, I, I already gave you Nola, but right, I will, I will give you, um. I'll give you Snell. Snell, probably about the same. Mid mid twenties, mid twenties a year, but same thing for five years. Like I'm not giving him a ten year deal. No, God, no. you know, no, no so, not even close. Um, the best fits for Snell, Cornier, Athletic were the Dodgers, the Giants, the Cardinals, and Texas Rangers. Cardinals yeah. not really known to spend in free agency. Obviously, last year Wilson Contreras was a anomaly. Something to keep an eye on, especially given the state of that franchise, one that yeah. doesn't really do rebuilds. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering just how active they're going to be in free agency. Not. You don't think so? No. When, when are they ever active in free agency? Well, again, given the trade market and what it could be, that's uh, more and, their route. Yeah. They they do trades. They don't do signings. Who's the who's who's the last like it was Contreras? Yeah, whoopie do. <laughs> right, that really panned out for him, huh? Yeah. Uh Anyway, so let's say in the NL Central though, with Cody Bellinger moved to the offensive side, the top offensive player in the free agent class, outside of obviously Otani. Dexter Fowler is the highest. Yeah, I was about to say Fowler probably, right? Dexter Fowler. Dexter Fowler. Dexter Fowler. Five years, 82 million is the highest. Dexter Fowler. And people shit on the fucking, on the Pirates and the A's. They did on the Rockies. Before, you know, Chris Bryant and his fucking fall off the face of the earth. But, his, his securement of the bag. Yeah. Say that again. Chris Bryant literally goes, I'm going to go secure the bag and smoke some weed. Yeah, he fucking, he got his, he got his Which, side. Which, by the way, side Cody Bellinger, mm-hmm. follow that path. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he got, Chris Bryant got his rookie of the year. He got his MVP. He got his World Series. And he said, yeah, I'm good. I'm chilling. No, Let me get my money. And now I'm good. That's it. That's all I want. And I guess kind of the same thing for uh, for Belly. He got it. He got yeah, it. I mean, he had a career year this year. He, you know, uh, resurgence. resurgence. There you go. That's better. Yeah, one silver slugger. Yeah, there you go. He's, uh, uh, he's a he's phenomenal a guy. defender, too, yeah. at every position yes. he plays, which is center mm-hmm. field and first base. Only 28 years old, so, you know, a long-term contract would make sense. Yep. Then now, obviously, the big the big team here is the Yankees. Looking at belly, lefty hitter, 
power hitter, something that they've been missing desperately. And an outfielder too. Which would solve that problem. You move someone over to who's who's in, who's in left for them right now? For the Yankees? Yeah. I mean, it was Everson Pereira at the Pereira. for the uh, last month of the year. I don't even know. I don't really, I mean, revolving door. I don't really yeah. know. It would provide some outfield stability. Obviously, Belly can play left. Uh, so, he, yeah, he could also play center field. Yep. Again, another very, very well. door for the Yankees. Yeah, and Jason Dominguez is obviously not going to be on the opening day roster, so I'd imagine Cody Bellinger would be the opening day center fielder. The opening day center fielder if mm-hmm. they sign him. Yeah, uh, six for one sixty-two according to the Athletic. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, six for one sixty-two. What's what's the AV on that? Do you know off the top of your head? I do twenty-seven, uh, a little high, um, a little high, a little long, in my opinion. So, what would be a deal you'd give to Cody Bellinger? And again, obviously, he's going to get the overpay. He's going to get the deals he wants. I think he's a Scott Boris client. You know, you know how that works. Yeah, Boris always gets what he wants. Well, of course. Uh, well, yeah, what'd he do? 12.5 last year. Yeah, I got 25. 25 mil. Let's go 25. 25 mil, five years. So you give him five for 125? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's a deal that, that should be uh in that range. Obviously, Belly coming off of two bad offensive years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the defense, the, the, goal, the glove is there. Just there's a lot. This is a big what if. Again, another high risk, high reward guy for Belly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What are the teams outside the Yankees would be a good fit, you think? Um, Hubs, of course. Right. Diamondbacks. Ooh. Losing Guriel, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Alec Thomas, uh, while. A good defender and a very fast base runner. Not the best hitter. So, and also Arizona's home. For right. Cody. That's, That's where right. he grew up. So, you know, I, I'd keep I keep an eye on the Diamondbacks as a nice dark horse. And they said they got money to spend. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. I would In the watch. the way possible. Yeah. I would watch the Diamondbacks as a potential. Dark horse for a top dark horse. agent. Yeah. I'd say more, they don't, they're probably not going to go after pitching. So really belly, maybe right, so you're at belly, Matt Chapman. Oh well, yeah. Cause Matt Chapman would fit. They need a third base because Rivera's yes. not the answer. Yeah. Rivera and Longo and yeah. yeah. Longo is a free agent actually. Right. I think. Yeah. I believe so. Hoskins um, would be a, a good DH for them. Yeah. Yeah. Hoskins, maybe uh, Otani, of course. Right. And Hater, I would say hater. Throw hater in there, but if they were adding Josh Hater to that bullpen is unfair, dude. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh man, and uh, I'd say another one actually. Just just since we're on this on the topic, I would say another one that I would look out for maybe Stroman. 
Strowman's mm-hmm. another okay. another guy I would look out for the, the uh, Diamondbacks, maybe. Add, just add to that pitching. Strowman's um, projected to get three for 63. Yeah. Yeah. And so, haters, since you mentioned him, four for 80 is the projection. For, so about the same as Edwin Diaz. Which, yeah. yeah. Which lines up. Lines up. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Um, no arguments with that. Yeah. I mean, let, let, let me ask you with Hater, who do you, who, where do you see him going? With Hater, it's really anywhere that doesn't have a closer, right? Anywhere yeah, that's I'm, like I'm trying to think because in contention or close to contention. Because you look at the Phillies, and obviously the bullpen has been an issue nonstop. Is Alvarado really the closer? They've been known to shell out money in free agency. Is Alvarado there's, the there, closer? There's reports that they may end up trading Castellanos. Yes. And right. getting his contract off the books, which would be wild. See what they get back for that, which would be then rebuild their farm system, create sustained success. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hater to Philly wouldn't wouldn't be shock me. Mm-hmm. Hater to Texas. Texas. I see Texas, um, definitely. I can see Texas. And I, I don't think he's going to want to go to... And I don't think either of my the Florida teams are going to open up the, the, the wallet for that. It's it's tough. I would I would say the Cubs again as another yeah another possible. Yeah. Um, the Giants have a closer. Maybe the Red Sox. Boston, I could see. Yeah, I could see Boston as a nice dark horse for them. I feel like Boston's going to spend this year, or they're going to try to at least. They're going to be there with everybody. That would just be such like fucking poor Heimbloom, bro. Dude, he got the shit out of the stick at that like, point. Literally, they spent before he got here. Before he they got told there. him, don't spend. He signed on, yeah, and told him to sell everybody off. He sells everyone off. They fire him, and they start fucking buying again. That would that be would crazy. So that would be, be kind of anti-Semitic right there. <laughs> that would be crazy. Don't say that. We'll get flagged. That's true. Um. No, but that would be that would be wild, and that would be the biggest fuck you to Heimbloom. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, the the Phillies had a closer committee, kind of. It was mostly Kimbrel, but it was. Let me ask you this, by the way, since you since you're talking about Josh Hader, guys from Maryland, sure. Baltimore's going to be without Felix Bautista next year. They don't spend money. I I, I get that. And Angelus has been very adamant about their books. Could this be an area where no. they spend money? No. Okay. I'll say it again. They do not spend money. They will not okay. spend money. They might. It, just if, a little surprise it, if, if they they need to get some like fucking they need to get shit on Adley Rushman so they get signed to a long term deal because watch <laughs> Adley Rushman is going to be signed to a probably like a 15 year deal but it's going to be like for like 18 million dollars a year yeah. right watch watch mark my words and everyone's going to say how the fuck did that happen and he's going to be the only one that they sign and they're going to end up letting everybody else go after year six. So Adley Rutherford, 15 years, 270 million. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Right there. Just for everybody that's on record, 15 years, 270 for Adley, according to Billy. Yep. All right. Interesting. Yep. Watch. Yeah. You're very adamant about that. All right. So I'm, I'm a little um, worried about that. Okay. Let's talk trade market, though. Sure. Because obviously, the offseason, free agencies, you know, be all end all. You got 
again, you got Stro- Strowman, Hader, Eduardo Rodriguez, all these guys who yes. were all stars at one point will, will, will most likely find new teams. Yeah. I see very few of these guys, you know, returning. Maybe a Jordan Montgomery to tag back to Texas, Sonny Gray back to Minnesota, maybe. But the trade market's really where I think this offseason is going to be red hot, right? Yeah. I know you and I, you and I are kind of in the same boat on that one. Jim Bowden lists 10 big names that could get traded this winter. Let's go through yes or no if you think they're going to get moved. You got it. Juan Soto. No. Do you think he gets moved by, before the trade deadline next year? Uh, that's asking, do I think the Padres are going to be in the, in the... No, right. he won't. Okay. They won't give Corbin it. Burns in Milwaukee. Yes. Really? Yes. You think David Stearns leaves and they're going to tear it down? Not tear it down. They're going to trade him, though. Yeah. Okay, give me, some, give me three likely landing spots for Corbin Burns. You could say it. It's okay. We already know one of them. Dodgers, Mariners, Mets. You think the Mariners are going to go out to pitching this year? No, I think it's possible, though. Okay. All right. Tyler Glass now. Yes. Too really? expensive for what they want. He's not going to give them all the innings. They're going to trade him. Any potential 100%. destinations you got on, them, on your mind? Um, we'll go Dodgers. They wouldn't do in division. Right. That's, yeah. So. Mets. Um, and Braves. Okay. What about Corbin Burns to Boston, maybe? I was thinking about it. Nah, don't see it. Boston doesn't have a farm system. That's the the problem. He's going to be a huge asking price with a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Just not, not a thing. Uh, Pete Alonzo. Actually, a whole two years, right? Yeah, so, no. Yeah. Uh, Pete Alonzo, absolutely not, no. <laughs> is, that a, is that a hope or, or, or... No, it's not a hope. It's it's not. It's just, no. Well, you saw uh, Boris's quote, right? The corny-ass quote yeah. he had? Yeah. With regards to the polar, polar bear, bear where, where the con- talk, contract talks are not in hibernation or whatever yeah, it is. We're not in negotiation, con- hibernation or whatever, yeah. Contract negotiation, hibernation. Corny-ass quote. I don't know. He was on a roll that day, bro. Dude, yeah, his press conference. Uh, uh, first off, before we go further, Scott Boris having a, a press conference at the beginning of every offseason has to be the biggest baller move in sports. It is funny. How many other agents have a whole ass press None. conference before free agency? None. About the state of their, their his, his he, clients. He's the most prolific agent in history. Yeah, I mean, he surpassed Drew Rosenhaus, who was the, the big NFL guy. He's he's the best. He's the best. That I mean, it's yeah. really simple. He's the best fucking agent. David Sampson put out the video uh, a few years back. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that about negotiating with Boris, and he goes, "At the end of the day, you're going to lose. It's a matter of what le- the levels of losing." Yeah. Like Scott Boris is, he's just the gold standard. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, and he's going to do it until the day he dies. Apparently, wouldn't shock me. And That's even what then, he said. Do it. That's he'll what he still said. do it. So he said, yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll get like AI or something. 
Dude, yeah, Boris but is definitely gonna have some AI agent. He'll no, he'll upload his brain to a computer so he can he can live through AI for for eternity. That's, that's gonna ha- that's definitely gonna happen. So, yeah, uh, Shane right, Bieber next. Um, ooh. no, Cleveland's been known to trade pitching. No, Sabathia, Cliffley in the past. Yep. Nope. Okay, Anthony Santander. That's an interesting one. Very. Baltimore has got a lot of young prospects coming up. They yeah. did really well with the youth movement this year. Obviously, He's one the top of their team best the players too, though. He is. He's a but, and and the asking price now will probably be pretty high. So yeah. they can replenish that farm system for sustained success again. It's a very interesting move if they were to trade him. I'll say yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go for it. Why not? Okay, all right. Yeah. Jonathan India. Yes. Does he go to the Mets? No. <laughs> Jonathan India is a very interesting one because how many second base is a tough position to like find a lockdown guy for, for years. Yeah. Sure. I think I think that could be a very interesting uh Competition for his services and what's offered and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I Willie. Oh, no, I could see a handful of teams going for him. Keep in mind, the Dodgers still have Gavin Lux coming back next year after yes. his uh, ACI, his knee injury. Yeah, uh, Willie Adamas. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I can see him being moved too. Yeah. Heard about the rumblings during the year last year, too. So, well, speaking of rumblings from last year, how about these next two guys who were rumored to possibly be traded for each other? Alex Verdugo and Gleyber Torres. I don't know who came up with that rumor. It was literally just for clicks. Clearly. Yeah. Oh, had to have been. What was the Yankees and Red Sox have had? Oh, man. It was like six, six trades in the last 40 years, if that. Maybe. That might be generous. Like, if that, if that, yeah. Since Babe Ruth, they've had, it's only been a handful. Yeah. Let's see. No, I don't want a fucking article. I just want a list. That's the worst. It's like, you go to look up for an article. I know. Look for a list and get an article. Yeah. And she was a Bleacher Report ones where you had to click every slide. Just give me the list. I know, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just want a list. That's all I want. Just give me a list. It's really not that easy. Like, a lot of these are for, like, money. They're nobodies. Yeah. Like, these are. Who are right, they? Don't make I don't big even know deals. who they are. Yeah. They're nobodies. So, but even, like, even their little deals. They Do you don't. Far between? Yeah. Like, there's not. What was the last one? Oh, shit. My bad. I didn't look. No, you good. I don't look at the day dates, but they don't they don't trade often. It's it's a lot of a lot of like money for a shitty player or shitty player for shitty player. Prospects now, and low end prospect. This guy, yeah, one of the best second basemen in baseball. In Torres, yes, a slightly above average corner outfielder. It's a little crazy. Um, I agree. It's it's wholeheartedly batshit insane. Uh, yeah, it was, it's literally just 
it was just made for clicks in my opinion but do you think either of them gets traded no no absolutely not maybe verdugo believe or no I, I think verdugo could get traded honestly i think verdugo is possible i i just see him going back to la I don't see what they could really get for him, though. You know, like, he's right there. Like, you can find uh, Alex Verdugo on the fucking, on the free agent market. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to find Juan Soto on the free agent market. It's, it's so tough, especially with, with, especially with new GM Craig Breslow. Coming in, you don't know yeah. what he's his he's thinking. You don't know first time GM. You don't know what his strategies are. His, yep. He doesn't have a past tendencies to go off of. Yeah, uh, Brian Cashman with the Yankees. You know, Labor's been the subject of trade rumors for the last six years. It seems like. Yeah, since uh, t- 2019, I guess. Right. So. so yeah, even yeah. I I think trading Labor Torres would be the biggest mistake the Yankees make this all season if they were to do it. Yeah, no, even that. if they even if they sign Marcus Stroman to a seven year, two hundred and fifty million dollar deal, trading Glaber towards will still be the biggest mistake. Yeah, I agree with that because uh, we just said it. You know how how hard is it to find a reliable second baseman? And the Yankees have the, arguably the best second baseman in baseball. Uh, I don't want to go that far, but well, he's a he's a top in the second. AL. Top five in the AL, probably. Yeah, like no, he's 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 a very good. You could you could make a case he's top five. Yeah, in, in, in baseball. I don't think you can make a case that he's the best though. Um, one of the best. One of the best. Yes, but yeah, I'm. No, nah, he's not going anywhere. Rumblings are rumblings. We'll just, yeah. just leave it at that. They they could say whatever they want. It's not going to happen. It, they would be just be stupid unless you're getting blown out of the water with a deal. I don't see it happening. Um, that's the, the top ten list of names that I think it, that that Jim Bowden said might get traded. I I think it's a solid list. What yeah. are some uh some names that weren't on that list that you think might be, might get moved? Ooh, you didn't prepare me for this. I didn't prepare myself for this either. Um. I feel like we're going to get a third baseman moved. I think we're going to get a third baseman moved. Interesting. I don't know who, but so I think it's going to be a third baseman traded. That's interesting. Just third base is kind of few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't say a good one. Wow. But like, let's say the Diamondbacks go out and grab Justin Turner. That makes Rivera kind of irrelevant uh, at third Justin, base, so he gets I think, moved. I think Justin Turner is... Yeah, but nobody gives a shit if fucking Rivera's get traded gets traded. That's fair. Um let's see. I feel like I could come up with something. I'm sure you got a name in the in the back of that brain that's gonna just come out and in three weeks, hey, this guy gets traded, and you're like, oh, holy shit, Billy. What, what about Nick Nick Castellanos? Uh, right? Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think he is definitely a guy who has a higher chance of being moved than most realize. Yeah, which is crazy to me because like the Philly fans love Castellanos. They love. They him. love him. Playoffs. What? They love him because he hits home runs in the playoffs. 
Dude strikes out a million times during the season. He gets booed. Or when there's bad news. And they love him. They love him right when he hits home runs in big situations. Yeah. Castellanos. You're moving Castellanos. What's the asking price, you think? Are we thinking a couple of top 15s? Maybe. Top 20s? Let me me look at those numbers. Because Castellanos, you know, big name. It's, it's, It's a decent sized contract, 20 million a year, I believe. Uh, it, it's yeah, 20 mil for the next three years. Could a team like Seattle take that contract on? Maybe. I don't think that they would. Mm. Especially if they're going to be in the hunt for an Otani, a Yamamoto. I feel like Castellanos is a complimentary piece being pay, paid like a, a centerpiece. And that's I mean, the problem. Yeah, he got he had a great year in 2021. Great offensive year mm-hmm. with uh, Cincy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I could see him getting moved, but it's not going to be for anything spectacular. Right. Maybe a couple top twenties. Like listen, like, I, like, I, like with, the, with the Philly system, mm-hmm. a couple top twenties could easily be a top top fifty two two top fifteens for them. Well, for them. That's, that's what I'm saying. They could re- yeah, but try and replenish the system as best they can. That's not, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't really mean much. I mean, he, as a Philly, he's had a 105 OPS plus. He had a 112 okay. last year. His slugging has not surpassed fucking four, 476 is his high last year with the Phillies. What if I threw out this trade offer? Just an idea here. Santander for Castellanos. What's the purpose? Just floating it out there. Straight up outfielder swap. Uh, Give me one second. Maybe the Phillies throwing a prospect. Whatever they got. Who knows? I just don't see why Baltimore would do this. Well. Uh. Santander is arbitration eligible. Yeah, he's probably going to make like ten million. Uh, yeah, It'll I don't cut see cost for Philly. Yeah, I just don't see how it benefits Baltimore at all. Again, just throwing it out there. I know. I'm just saying, and I'm answering you. Don't get defensive. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Answer, I'm just answering your, I your proposal. Jeez. Obviously, you're saying no to that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fucking Santander has what thirty. I'm just uh, trying to think of other teams that might that might be of uh, you know of use for Castellanos. Santander has 61 home runs over the past two years. Is he really? Yeah. Oh shit. 33 and 28. Yep. OPS plus 120, 121. I mean, he had basically two identical seasons. Oh, I didn't realize Santer- Santander was only 28. Yes. Or 29 now. Well, He's an yeah. October birthday. Yeah. Just turned. But, I thought he was older. Interesting. Yeah, no. But, yeah. Anthony uh, Roger Santander. Roger. Love it. Roger's his middle name from Venezuela. Yep. Santander. No, Santan. Santander. Santander. Yeah. I was, I was kidding with the ton. But, no, I, yeah, I, I, listen, at this point, I have to double check. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't see it in the cards. No. 
Castellanos is an interesting case, but I think I think we could see. I don't know. The Guardians are an interesting club, right? Tito's done. Right so now, are they? They were not good last year. They don't really spend money, so what are we going to see? Are we going to see them, you know, tear it down a little bit? I think we could see some trades from there, you know? Well, that's why Beaver's uh, on the list, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly it. You know, uh, what's it called? Emmanuel Classe, right? Ooh, ooh, you throw out the big name here. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you look at the free agent market, mm-hmm. right? They... Uh, what's it called? What other back end relievers are there? Besides, would would go to them and you know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was some lower stuff. The same, the same kind of thing as like Josh Bell. But I'm saying, look at the look at the free agent market. Josh Hader is the only back end piece. Yeah, I mean Liam Hendricks, but right because he was his options declined. Yep. Yeah, but we don't know what he's going to be. He wasn't good in his few games. He's kind of out of Vino. Yeah, he's going to be 39 next year right yep. so 38 39 so he's not a closer emmanuel classe 25 had you know is one of the premier closers in the game would get a haul for him too I'm, what's his uh contract status he's only in his third Fourth full year? season oh really so you're year. getting three full seasons of one of the premier closers in the game Oh, he signed a contract. That's right. You got five oh. five full years after this. And team option, two team options. Like he got fucking scammed. I don't know who signed it. Who who his fucking So that, so this? the Guardians will be trading seven years of class A. Uh five. Five. Okay. Well the team options. That's what oh well include the two so is it so three, three plus the two team options? Three plus two team options, but it's team options for ten million. You, they're picking it up, so it's five years. <laughs> five so, years. so we're looking at five years of Emmanuel five Class years A. Of Class A for which is I a premier was, premier closer. Future salaries is that's insane. Thirty four point two million. Five years, thirty four point two million. They that's can highway get robbery. An absolute haul for him, dude. He didn't have that a highway robbery. Oh my god! He didn't have a phenomenal year this year. He led the league in saves again, but he he wasn't phenomenal like he was. You know, his, his I'm strikeout sorry, numbers just, dropped. That would be highway robbery, of course. But fuck it, I'm putting him on there. Let's put him on. I there. like I like that though. Emmanuel, I like that, that idea. Trade him. They could get a haul. They don't need them if they're going to do, if, if they're going to, you know, if they're going to go into a tear little, it down, there's no point in wasting it. Yeah. They're going to go into like a mini little rebuild. I, and maybe on that, on the opposite end of that, uh, of that rebuild, hey, maybe they'll be the Indians again. One can hope. So, let me, let me throw a name at, at you. I'll stay in the AL Central here. Oh, okay. Eli oh, I forgot one. I was going to say cease, but yeah, go on. Well, I'm going to that team anyway. Eloy Jimenez. Clearly, yeah. stuff is not, things are not going right at all in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's actually going backwards. Mm-hmm. Despite mm-hmm. how much talent there is there. 
They declined Liam Hendricks' option. Obviously, the injury played a factor. Yeah. Steese has been on the trade block for the last three years. They traded away Giolito. Do they finally say it's time to tear it down? Chris gets the new GM. Does he say, I'm, we're, we're starting over, starting from scratch. I'm going to build this roster how I think we can build it. Eloy Jimenez. Luis Robert is a guy you probably want to build around. But if trading Cease away, on the offensive side of things, is Eloy the next to go? Um, should be. They declined Tim Anderson's option. Now, granted, that was an easy choice. They they should just tear the entire thing down. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Between, I think they could get a nice a nice little bit for Andrew Vaughn. I think they could get a nice, you know, a nice Vaughn could be the, a nice. They sold low on Burger. Um, they sold very low on Burger. Ben Attendee, they, they could get, get a nice stud. A nice, mm-hmm. you know, they could get a few. He doesn't hit home runs anymore. I don't know what happened to him, but he just doesn't oh, Benny? hit home Benny, yeah. yeah. Like, he's just a contact guy. That's it now. But, and he's not like fast. So, but he's a great defender in left field. So, but, yo, but Eloy and Luis Robert, they can't stay on the field. That's the problem. Well, Robert did this past year, didn't right. he? Right. Eloy can't stay on the field. Well, then he had 120. Right, it's only the second time in his career that he played more than 100 games, and both of them were 120 and 122. Yeah. His rookie year and this year. Yeah. And, dude, Cease, and that's really it. The rest of their they, rotation kind of sucks. But they yeah, do. But yeah. They, they could get a good a top 20 for, for Eloy. They, they could get more than that. I they think can get that, multiple top 15s for Cease. I think a team would... I think Cease could get a, a, a top five. You think so? Yes. I mean, listen, the, the, the White Sox could single-handedly rebuild their farm system, creating Eloy, Vaughn, and Cease. Yes, Cease is... He's not even free agent eligible until 26. Right. So Grandal's gone. Tim Anderson's gone. What, what are they doing over there in Chicago? You have to get rid of some of these guys just to... Hey. To rebuild, restart. You, yeah. it, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, they should do it. I might, and my, in they my went sixty-one opinion. and one hundred and one this year. Yep, with all those guys. Yep, not even the worst team in the, in baseball either, which is sad. Not even, not even. What are they? Third worst? Something like that. They had a shooting in the in their ballpark. I mean, come on. listen. We're talking Tuki Tucson was the seventh best player by by B War. They're actually at one worst. You know, Jake Berger was their fifth best at one point four WAR. He was traded away mid season. Yeah. And the same thing with Giolito, third best. Clevenger's the second best, and he was he's now free agent. It, it something's got to give in Chicago. They have to just tear it down. Tear it down. Moncada could be the third baseman that gets moved. Yeah, he signed through twenty twenty four. Yeah. So for a year of Moncada, with a twenty five, with a team out for twenty twenty five, that could bring in, honestly, a very good haul. Yeah. yeah. If I'm Chris Getz in the Chicago White Sox, I am tearing it down, starting from scratch. And asking for patience. Not like Jerry DePoto asked for patience, but ask for genuine patience from Chicago White Sox fans 
This is a, this is a team with a long history. Yeah. A proud organization that has made their fans miserable over the past 10 years, five, 10 years. Tear it down, start from scratch. You can get it's so many pieces there to get prospects back. Mm-hmm. It's honestly a no-brainer. You'd think. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where that where that goes, but we'll see. Yeah. That's all I got, man. Uh, that's all I got too. All righty. So uh was there any opt-ins, big opt-outs that we that we missed on anything? Um, I know Javi Baez, of course, yeah, of opted course. into his four for ninety. Yeah, no brainer. Um, he wasn't touching that in free agency. Obviously, anybody who opted in, if they're not, you know, jumping out at us, is because they. Oh, him. Andrew Heaney opted in. To his so, deal with the Rangers, yeah, he'll be back. Um. Yeah, I mean, do, do Rangers bring back Earl Chapman? What do you think? Hmm, probably not. Hmm. Maybe they're gonna go after. Hey. They'll go after Hater if Hater doesn't sign. Maybe, maybe then. Can you imagine a back end of Hater and Leclerc? But I could also see them maybe signing uh, or trading for Emmanuel Classe. Yeah, yeah, trading to get him back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So check out all the other podcasts on the network on the Power Play from the Tips. Hockey season's in full swing. How are the Islanders doing, man? Mm. Nah, too early to tell. Nah, I haven't really been paying attention. All right, baseball, baseball all season is a little more fun than early season hockey. Sorry, Adam. Um, Adam, Adam Sharks finally got a couple of wins actually. Yeah, after allowing well, twenty goals in two games. Yeah, that poor kid. First yeah. game on his birthday, it goes mm-hmm. and they get blown out, eight nothing in the first two periods. It's rough. Crazy, crazy shit. Uh, um, actually, one other thing I wanted to bring up. Totally obscure, but you'll find this funny. I think I sent it to you, actually. Mm-hmm. Iowa football played the game against Northwestern at Wrigley Field the, uh, last weekend, I believe. Okay. I think the, the line was set at 30 total points, which was the lowest on record over under like betting line okay. in the last few years, right? They hit the under. Right. Total was 17. Mm-hmm. 10-7 win for Iowa. It was the eighth highest scoring game at Wrigley Field this year. It was the only football game at Wrigley Field this year. Yeah. Just to yeah, put it in perspective, maybe the Cubs should uh, should definitely get some pitching to complement that potent offense. Yeah. I don't know about maybe add to the offense. offense. Hey, right, listen, who I think they, they put 22 runs in one game. Who was that against? I think it was against the Reds. Wow. I'll look it up right now. But that was. I got I got something for you, actually, that I want to do. What do we got? We just, we just went over time. Like, Sorry, like, seventh like, highest scoring game, yeah. But uh, th- this would be pretty quick. Uh, you're not going to take much time. Okay. You're, gonna, you're just going to, it's rapid. You go. Okay. Ooh, all right. Let's see what we got. We got. Go for it. Let's see if you could do, give me the reverse order of every World Series winner. Reverse order. 
reverse order. So from 2023 to 1903. Ready? Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Ready? Set. Okay. Ready? Set. Go. 2023. Rangers. Rangers. Uh, Who the fuck won in 2022? Why am I blanking on this? Four. Three. Why am I blanking on this? What? Are you kidding me? Astros. 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 All right. Keep going. If you could go. Uh, 21. Braves. 20. Dodgers. 19. Nationals. 18. Red Sox. 17. Astros. 16. Cubs. 15. Royals. 14. Giants. 13. Red Sox. Giants. 12. 11. Cardinals. 10. Giants. 9. Yankees. 8. Phillies. 7. Red Sox. 6. Cardinals. 5. White Sox. 4. Red Sox. 3. Marlins. 2. This, this is the one I, I always get screwed on. 02? Yeah. Because I know the Diamondbacks are 01. Mm-hmm. Angels. No. Okay. Yeah, Angels. Yep. Angels in 02? Mm-hmm. So they beat the Giants, right? 2000. Yankees. Mm-hmm. 99. It's 99 the Yankees? Yep. 98. 98. No, the Potters never won a World Series. Was it the Yankees? Yep. 97. Uh, Braves? No. No, Indians. Indians. No. Indians. Marlins. It was Marlins, yep. Indians, 97. Yep. All right. So you get, I'll, I'll say you got the 97. I'll be nice. Listen, you know what? That's, that's fine. That's a lot better than I expected to do. So. Go to with the Angels and Giants, dude. That that would always. You want to talk about an obscure World Series? I'm trying to think how far back I could think. I think I can go. I think I could. Probably, I always forget when the Yankees three peat was. That's that's my thing. Oh, okay. I think I could. I could easily get from eighty. That was fun. I like that actually. I think I could get from eighty. 80 on definitely really i think but, all right hang on i'll look up well, you no no no, no, no. Right? Wrap, you, wrap, it wrap it up wrap it up that's fine take out the podcast on the network um like subscribe share retweet or do uh, anything follow us all that stuff all socials at take a pitch uh check out the homies on our youtube channel mm-hmm. and uh all of our links are in bio Links are in bio. Links are in bio. That's about it. For a chance to win a take a pitch hat, comment, put a comment in the YouTube comments who the, uh, what, what do you think Shohei Otani will get? If you get it right, you get a YouTube, you get a take a pitch hat. Have to get years and money correct. Wow. Man, it's hard. So no one's getting it. Listen, I could have asked for a team too. Well, you should just do just team. Yeah, but then we can give away five hats. No, you pay. We do a wheel on one random person for that comment. All right, all right, fine, fine. Since Billy talked me down, put in the comments 
Shohei Otani, what team he's going to sign with. Uh, and we'll pick a, a name at random from the winners. There you go. Billy. Peace. It's Tito made. Who the fuck is Dave?